She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. And we have Nicole Bergner back. And you guys loved her so much that you were like, we've got to get her back. We didn't have a long enough to talk with her. So, Nicole, welcome back. Thank you, Chantel. Glad to be back. Well, first thing I didn't ask you last time you were on the show is what does the day and life of Nicole Bergner look like? So, like, what are you, what are you eating? What are you doing for workout? What do you do for supplements? Kind of what, what does it look like to be Nicole Okay. So typically I'm a morning person. So I get up at five. Um, and that gives me a little bit of time just to breathe, be in the word and have a little bit of time before my baby wakes up. She's almost two, two years old. So, um, yeah, I don't eat until seven, but before that time. So, okay. Let me rewind. Um, I am currently on thyroid, uh, natural thyroid medication, and I'm actually weaning off of it. And that's been a lovely process. So actually truly a lovely process. So I take that in the morning. I drink water first thing in the morning. Um, I find that we are dehydrated throughout the night. So one to two glasses of water. I add some lemon. I have that just alongside my bed. That is the first thing I do in the morning. Um, and then get up and do everything that I told you. About an hour after that, I do take iodine. So that is a protocol and working my way up to a high dose iodine. Um, so I take that in between my thyroid medication and breakfast. So sometimes, just depending on how I feel, I do drink celery juice, uh, freshly make it, or I'll do a batch prep. So like four, three to four servings, if I need to, I'll freeze them. And then I'll thaw it the next morning. I'll have it Um, just to help with some mild detox. It gives me energy, you know, to kind of set me on for the day. And then Mm -hmm. breakfast. Um, I love sweets. However, I don't love our standard American diet and I don't love how it makes us feel and what it does to the body. So I'm one who will make paleo cinnamon rolls. I actually just made a batch yesterday. Um, I love a lot of fruit, maybe a, uh, you know, coconut yogurt with no sugar. So I try to do a high protein, like almond flour, um, I said coconut yogurt, maybe nuts and seeds with fruit breakfast. Um, little bit of coffee for the caffeine and I add a mushroom powder, mushroom powder, collagen, monk fruit, make it taste good. Um, so you got, you're going to have to tell us how you make those paleo cinnamon rolls. Now you used to, you used to do intermittent fasting before you got pregnant and now with breastfeeding and now you're pregnant again, right? Yeah. Yeah. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're really excited. Um, if I could insert this real quick, actually, when when I was really sick, um, I had Lyme disease, mold, parasites, heavy metals, you know, a whole nine yards, we couldn't get pregnant for six years. And it was because I got off of birth control, things went awry, things stirred up, couldn't get pregnant for six years. So we finally had our baby girl who was going to be two in April. And then a few months after I weaned her, we got pregnant. So the body's back in a state of health and it's able to do what it's supposed to do. So that was, that's been such a blessing and great. Wow. 
Now, I want you to talk a little bit about what made you decide to get off thyroid medicine as well, because I will tell you, I'm on a natural desiccated compounded thyroid and um, I had, it's I, every time I went to the doctor, my thyroid was getting worse and worse and worse. And so they were upping it and upping it and upping it. And finally, I decided that I was like, this is ridiculous. I'm not going to just keep going up and up and up and up. So I finally decided to start taking iodine as well. And the iodine has been helping me with my thyroid. And I'm actually titrating down myself. And I'm eating myself. Um, I, I've decided I'm going to heal myself and get myself completely off of thyroid medicine as well, even though it's natural desiccated compound, blah, blah, all that. That's the only thing I take. But I'm like, I'm I'm going to get myself to not take anything. Now, and the other piece is with the paleo diet, I feel like your thyroid works on overdrive when you truly are taking a paleo diet. Um, is that what you try to, or do you pretty much eat a paleo diet right now? So I used to, um, I used to do strict paleo. I, goodness, I went down, I went down to 10 foods a day for eight months at one point. Well, at eight months of a point, um, didn't help me trying to figure out, right? Like what's the problem? What are the problem foods? Um, so now fast forward because of all that restriction in my past, I give myself that 20%. So if I want a little bit of dairy, you know, if I want some grains, um, I do try to get organic, um, everything in moderation. And I do add legumes. So I guess it would be, uh, is it Westminster Price, I think is his name. Do you know that diet? Yes, I do. Or yeah, paleo, uh, beans, maybe soaked and sprouted if you have the time um raw fermented organic dairy so that that's more of what my diet is it's more like his i don't know about you guys but i am stressed and if you're feeling overwhelmed this holiday season then i get it with all the family get-togethers it is just a relentless source of stress but anyway there is something that i've got called stress guardian and it's actually made by Bioptimizers, the people who make the magnesium breakthrough, which I love, love, love. But anyway, they are literally made this new product. It has 14 adaptogenic herbs and it just regulates your stress. I just actually took some right this second. And it's awesome. If you go to stressguardian.com slash waste away and put in waste away for 10% off your first order. It's stressguardian.com slash waste away. Go there now. Yeah, and I agree with that too. I feel like that is a really good diet. Um, So tell me what made you decide that you wanted to get off your thyroid medicine and what are you doing to kind of titrate down so that it's a healthy way? Great question. So a few things. I have to make an appointment every time I need a refill once those refills run out. So I have, I'm dependent upon my doctor just for the prescription. That's not how it should be. Um, I have to pay for my prescription. We actually do a, a it's called Samaritan Ministries. Um, it's out of pocket shares. They don't cover prescriptions. So it's a cost and it's an expensive cost every month and it's going up. I don't know if you're experiencing this. Um, so part of it is cost and time. 
also, I don't want to be dependent upon uh, pharmaceuticals. If I am, even if it's natural and desiccated, it's still a pill. It's still a, you know, compounded, even if it might be pill that I have to take every day. Um, so those are most the crux of why I'm, I'm trying to go down. Um, I'm in my thirties. I believe that my body is able to do what it's supposed to do when you reach menopausal time. I'm not sure that's not my expertise. So that's, that's a different story, but that's, those are my whys. What I'm doing, first of all, being more, uh, yeah, being more mindful about what I put in my body. If I'm eating sugar, a lot of processed foods and junk, you know, all of the bad foods, my body's not going to be in a healthy state. Um, also taking the right supplements. So for your thyroid to be healthy, you need proper selenium, magnesium, vitamin D, um, copper and iron, uh, sorry, copper and iodine, I find are critical for trying to titrate off of your medication, just like you, Chantel. Um, I've done years of healing my body, but until I started the iodine and copper protocol, I did not see my body change where I actually needed to go down my thyroid medication. And this is while pregnant. So that, that some people might get a red flag, like, oh my goodness, I can't believe there are high dose protocols while you're pregnant. For me, yes, it's, it's safe and my body's doing really well. And I don't have a but, um, yeah, that's the gist of it. What questions do you have about that? Yes. Yeah, so, um, with the iodine and with the copper, talk about how you kind of titrated up on that as far as, um, you know, starting out with a little bit of copper and then moving up to get yourself a higher dose. Yes. So with iodine, now for those who are health gurus, you go, you do your research, um, you may see people talk about high dose iodine, start at 50 milligrams. Do not do that. I don't care what they say. I don't believe that is good for the body. I believe that you can push out a lot of uh, other halogens like fluoride, chlorine, bromide, um, push out maybe parasites, heavy detox where you will feel horrible, could land yourself in the hospital. Do not do that, please. I just have to say that um high dose protocols start small and you build yourself up so with iodine i literally started with one drop and i do um lugol's iodine it's a two percent solution uh but the goal was to get to at least 12.5 milligrams so at a drop I waited for two, every two weeks I added just to see how I felt and if I needed more time where I was detoxing and that would be extreme fatigue, you know, um, or maybe, I don't know, maybe diarrhea, maybe constipation, it's different for everyone, maybe anxiety. I would hold off, give myself a little bit more time. Now I've done a lot of detox, so my body actually did pretty well, but I got to a point where I could only do five drops and if I exceeded that, I had anxiety. What happened? My thyroid medication was too high. So I bumped that down, kept going up. And then I ended up with severe fatigue. So here's what I did. I found the copper protocol. The copper is actually needed to help increase your iodine. And so that's one of the things that's missing. So with copper, you actually, well, what I've seen is you start with five milligrams and that's of copper glycinate or copper sulfate. The beauty of this is you can make your own copper sulfate and it is pennies. So you start with five milligrams. If you start too low, you can actually 
feel worse. So that's the that's the surprise there for copper. But you build yourself up. So for me, I started at five, gave myself about three weeks, uh, two weeks, two weeks. I felt I was fine to move up, went to 10 milligrams, stayed there for a month. I just added two milligrams yesterday and I feel great. My energy's increased. My mood is more stable. Even if things are chaotic and crazy around me, I feel calm. Um, digestion is definitely improved. As you guys, I'm hoping, as you guys know, a lot of health gurus that you follow still have these things that they're trying to fix, trying to adjust. And I had that, you know, some some areas that still need some improvement and healing, but you can only do so much, you know, when you're pregnant and when you're nursing. So it's been a little bit of a stretch. So I mean, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. I use um, upgraded formulas for my copper and my iodine. Um, if you guys go to chantelrayway.com slash copper or chantelrayway.com slash iodine, um, I have a huge discount code there. Um, and to me, that copper and that iodine makes me feel my best. Um, but I really believe like those two pieces, it's what going to, to make it where I don't have to take um, thyroid medicine anymore. Those two pieces. And just overall with my health, you know, we just had a guy named Morley Robbins on the show. Again, he's been on like three or four times talking about copper. And just so you guys know, every single time I would take my blood work, my, and, and I eat grass fed beef and all kinds of meat and all kinds of things that have a lot of iron and I take um, my favorite liver supplement is through heartandsoil.co and you can use the coupon code Chantel Ray for a major discount but that liver supplement is the best and still my iron levels were low my my ferritin was low once I started adding and and the, the liver supplements help but until I added the copper all of a sudden, my iron levels, and Morley was like, I'll tell you, if you add the copper, your iron levels will all become in balance. And as soon as I did, I mean, the doctor wanted to put me on iron infusion. He said, Chantel, I'm gonna, literally, I'm not joking. If you go look in my lab, he said, I'm giving you an iron infusion. You're gonna go to the doctor and I want him to do an iron infusion. And I said, I'm not doing it. And so, that's when I started saying, okay, let me add this copper in. And the copper is the only thing along with that liver supplement, the combination of the two that got my iron levels to where they needed to be. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, if I could insert. Yeah. Well, just real quick. There are cofactors when you guys see the iodine and the copper protocol. So please don't just like do your research or reach out to us and ask questions. Um, but the main ones I'm going to say here for now are zinc and vitamin C and even a form of potassium when you're doing the copper protocol, especially. So just know that you need cofactors and these are just nutrients. They're just nutrients that the body requires that we're not getting in our food supply. Did you guys know that your thyroid's main food is iodine? 
And guess what? Mercury gobbles up your selenium and your thyroid glands need selenium to convert iodine into thyroxine. So here's the bottom line. I take this peak thyroid, it's got selenium, it's got iodine, it's got zinc, it's got copper, and it's got selenium. Everything you need to get your thyroid back to functioning without medicine. Go to ChantelRayWay.com slash upgraded formulas. Use the code ChantelRay to get your huge discount. So talk about that because I know certain people have, I, I don't know if you've seen different people that have where they say, okay, I'm going to add in this much vitamin C, this much zinc. Talk about that. Like, you know, some people do it like a, you know, three times a day. Maybe they do one at 11 o'clock, one at three o'clock and one at seven o'clock. Do you do that? Um, that protocol that they talk about in the book? No, not, uh, not that one. So usually what I try to do is copper in the morning, uh, vitamin C in the afternoon, and then zinc at night. Zinc can help you with sleep. Um, I just find copper is good to set your day. And then vitamin C is in between. You don't want to take them all at once. Um, and then the potassium iodide, well, or potassium chloride, again, it depends on which one you take. I take the chloride, you can sprinkle that in throughout the day in water, or you can have specific times to take it. I'll take it in the morning. I'll take it in the afternoon and I'll take it at night. But my body has a different requirement over other people. So just know. Yeah. I 100% believe that most people are potassium deficient as well. That for me, I know that if I eat like a sweet potato or if I eat avocado or anything that's really high in potassium, I'm, I really am like a new person. It's funny because I, I also drink a lot of like fresh coconut water. If I'm feeling any kind of way, my, my staff will be like, we, we used to have a Whole Foods right across the street. They would literally like, they could kind of see me like this and I was kind of like in a slump. And all of a sudden one of my staff would come up and they'd be like, I got you a cup fresh coconut, young living coconut. I'd be like, oh my gosh. Cause I, I would literally drink that coconut and I would become like peppy and fun and happy. And I really believe that I am massively potassium deficient. I don't, they say that you need 4,300 milligrams of potassium in your diet. If you try to break that down, that is very difficult to get 4,300 milligrams of potassium. Yes. Yes. Great point. Thank you for adding that in. Again, our diets are not as nutrient dense as they need to be. And a lot of us aren't eating the perfect diet as perfect as it could be. So supplementation, I just find is important. So you call yourself the gut detox coach. And what got you so passionate about the gut and really detoxing the gut? Was it something that happened with you and you just got passionate about that? And, and then that made you want to help other people do the same thing? Yeah. So um, I mentioned a little bit earlier on this was eight years ago, and I got off of oral birth control. I was on it because the doctor said if I wanted regular cycles and I wanted children in the future, 
which is so wrong. Um, I needed to go on birth control and there was no option. Okay. So got off of that after being on it for three years and I was chronically constipated where I could, I could not go without an enema, like nothing worked for five days. Um, and so that I had all these other symptoms, fatigue, they got a lot worse where eventually I ended up with adrenal fatigue, um, went to a variety of different doctors. They did not have the answers for me, even tried alternative. Um, went to a natural hormone specialist and I was 24 at the time. She said that I would need to be on four different hormone medications and would have to go back on birth control and would should consider getting my colon removed if I still can't go to the bathroom regularly. True conversation I had with her. Yeah. So I decided to start doing my own research. Now I did find my team. Eventually I found a functional medicine doctor. I found an alternative nutritionists and functional medicine practitioner. They worked together and they did find some things. Um, and my doctor found that I had Lyme disease, referred me to a Lyme specialist. Um, and I actually didn't get better, but I, I ended up with Lyme, mold, parasites, candida, bacterial overgrowths, uh, heavy metal toxicity in on, on paper, you know, and I think I said parasites. Not that everything showed up on paper, like parasites never showed up on my test, but I started addressing them and treating them myself and the floodgates opened and I had brown worms, you know, liver flukes and um, just a variety of, of worms come out. At least 30% is um, visible to the eye. 70% of parasites you actually can't see. So learning, you know, going through this and learning, okay, these are problems and then getting deeper, getting deeper. Um, why did this happen? Oh, nutritional deficiencies also. Okay. When I'm removing heavy metals, I need to make sure I'm giving my body what it needs. Also limbic system rewiring. I don't know. You should get someone on your podcast if they're not already on, but rewiring your brain when you are in a state of chronic illness and you've done everything and you've truly addressed everything and you still feel all those symptoms. Sometimes the brain is actually wired to be sick. And this is just the way God made us. Our limbic system is misfiring in different ways. So doing all of this and finding that my body's becoming restored, I'm becoming a new Nicole and a better Nicole because I, I was sick even when I was little. I want to share this with other people and let them know you have options. When you have these diagnoses, when you have these symptoms and you are suffering and you don't have answers and doctors say, well, on paper, everything looks fine. There are answers. They don't know. They're not educated or perhaps they don't care to educate themselves. Let me, let Chantel, let the people on this podcast help you because there are answers for you. So that's well. Let's talk about um, constipation for just a second. I personally, I, you know, I think it's funny because a lot of listeners bring questions in about constipation. And I think it's because I always talk about how constipated I am. And I am literally one of the most constipated people I know. Um, and I've tried it all. What what do you feel like helped you the most with your constipation? I'd love to talk to you more about that. I'm like, are you more constipated than I've been? You know? <laughs> no, that's um, okay. So first of all, simple things, guys. Wake up, drink water, um, drink warm water, warm lemon water to get things moving. 
um, make sure your diet is honed in. Maybe dairy, maybe gluten, you know, maybe there's a certain food that's triggering constipation. Eat more fiber, eat more paleo or um, maybe more keto. Not one diet is meant for all people. So just know that maybe your body loves vegan with some, some animal products added in, but get the diet honed in, get the hydration and get your body moving. So once you've done that and you're still struggling with constipation, that's when you want to go a level deeper. Lead can cause constipation. So it could be a heavy metal issue. You want to make sure you've got those out. Parasites, they can cause diarrhea. They can cause constipation. So again, address those. Um, in terms of protocols, so your thyroid could be messed up or maybe not. I find the copper and the iodine protocol can be very helpful to get your body moving again. Um there is a high dose, again, I mentioned this in the last podcast, high dose B1 protocol. And it helps with a lot of other ailments, but that can help get motility going. Um, so thymine, uh, TTFD is the highest, most absorbable form of thymine, but maybe benthothiamine works better for people. Um, so there's the B1 protocol. Uh, these are the more long-term solutions. And I say long-term because you shouldn't, well, I can't say you shouldn't take, mag shouldn't have to take magnesium every day. You shouldn't have to take a bowel-moving magnesium. Magnesium glycinate, that's great. But magnesium citrate or uh, oxy powder, are you familiar with oxy powder? Mm -hmm. Okay. Those are ones that can help on the interim. If you are severely constipated, nothing seems to be working. You're trying to find the, the root. Um, much better than doing a coffee enema or a lemon enema. Um, maybe you've never heard about those, but that's, those are some of the key uh, solutions to constipation. I know I just talked all over the map, but we have different people coming from different uh, walks of constipation. Did you guys know that 97% of Americans are deficient in at least one mineral? It's true. And you need more than a dozen different minerals for your body to function its best. And it's almost impossible with our new American diet to get all the minerals you need. So that's why I love bean minerals. And this is the thing. It literally tastes like water. So all I do is I take an ounce of each, I throw it in here, and I'm not joking, there's no taste. So without a whole cabinet full of supplements, I just go, boom, it tastes like water, and it makes mineral balance simple. Go to ChantalRayway.com slash bean and get your huge discount code today on bean minerals. So with the with the oxy powder, do you feel like that one really does help? And it you don't feel like it, um, you don't get how do you call it? like you know t you know certain things that you take for constipation. If you keep taking it and keep taking it, and if you don't take it, then you um, your body will dependent to it. Yeah, dependent. Yeah. What I was saying. And you become dependent. So do you feel like that oxy powder doesn't? make you feel make you dependent on it so that's where so you've got two problems either i'm going to be constipated or i'm going to become dependent upon something this can be fixed don't worry constipation is not good you need to flush out toxins you need to flush out you know just what you're eating and everything bowel impaction is terrible you don't want that so make sure your bowels are moving if this is the only thing that's working for you right now i would say go for that and address the things i just talked about 
so that eventually you can titrate down. Now, one component that you might need to worry about or might need to address is the mind-gut connection. And what I mean by that is more, more bagel tone, more um, wiring, wiring your brain so that it remembers, I need to go to the bathroom. I need to poop after I eat this meal because that's not something that we just think about. That is involuntary. And so once you address all of the physical needs and you're still constipated and you're like, I don't understand, then I would address the mental need. Now, copper and B1 can actually help with that. They can help with the vagus nerve. They can help with with the nerve signaling. But that's how I would proceed with that. I want you to re-talk a little bit so people can really understand about the different, um, the B1s and kind of some of the, the how, what is the B vitamins that they need to be aware of and when they're reading things, how do they know these are good vitamins versus ones they might want to be stay away from? Um, so when we're talking about B vitamins, I always love a methyl methylated B. Um, over 30% of the population has the NTHFR genetic mutation. So one of the big things is folic acid, which we find in our diet, sprayed on our grains. Um, and when you're buying a less a lower quality supplement, they're made low quality. So they have fillers and they're not the bioavailable form. So um, a methylated B, if you're getting like a B complex would be really good. I don't know if you, if you offer any of those, um, but this is where you might just want to look at each individual B vitamin. Like I said, thiamine. Um, so B1, TTFD is really good. You're not going to find that in any supplement because it is so high in absorption. You'd buy it separate. I buy my B vitamins separate because I'm doing high-dose protocol, so I require high-dose vitamin B. Um, in the B1, B2, B3 form, you know, B5. Uh, does that does that answer your question? It's not very specific because I couldn't give you uh, I couldn't give you exactly which B vitamins per, but don't do folic acid um, for B12. Avoid cyanocobalamin. That is made with cyanide. Uh, there's adeno. There's methylcobalamin. And there's another one that I really like. Um, but that's what I would, I guess, B1 and, and B6 and B12 at the top of my mind. <laughs> Where... Yeah. So talk about the, the B12 that has cyanide in it. Uh, I mean, cyanocobalamin is easy to make and it is found in a lot of supplements. Um, a lot of B12s that you might buy just cheaply off Amazon or head into Walmart, Walgreens, Target, you'll find it there. You know, I'm not saying all of their supplements are, um, but they, they say it's just a little bit of cyanide. Yes. However, this is building up in the body and even a small amount of cyanide is toxic to the body. So imagine adding that and having that accrue over time. There's just a lot of a lot of uh, detriment that can happen and more chronic conditions that can come about. So don't don't buy the least expensive one because you're going to buy a lot of healthcare related costs in the future because your health is not optimal due to yeah. not investing in your health now. Does that make sense? Yeah. So let's yeah. talk about parasites. And, you know, when people hear about parasites, a lot of people are thinking 
And and literally, I had a doctor say to me, um, who's a friend of mine, he's like, we don't have parasites here in the United States. That's only in third world countries. So when I want you to talk about some of the symptoms when people are thinking, okay, do I have parasites? And like you said, even if you go to a doctor and get a stool test, 99% of the time they're wrong. They won't show it because the parasites get hidden. But I want you to talk about how do you know what are the symptoms of someone who has parasites? Yes. Um, so real quick in terms of if you if you have access to parasites, I believe in the first podcast I did mention some avenues through which you could get it. So just listen to that if you guys are wondering. But weight gain or weight loss. It just depends on what kind of parasites you have and it depends on your genetic diarrhea or constipation or a mix of both of the two. Also bloating, gut pain, food sensitivities, especially dairy. I find, I don't know, parasites love dairy. Um, allergies, and these could be seasonal allergies, skin issues like eczema, for instance, or acne. Also chronic fatigue, anxiety and depression anemia so people who have chronic iron issues they need iron infusions copper deficiency also parasites they love iron uh gallbladder issues you can have parasites in your gallbladder they turn into gallstones um autoimmune issues leaky gut insomnia nausea nutritional deficiencies because they're eating up your food teeth grinding at night that's a fun and interesting one uh, poor immunity, low blood sugar, even seizures. So there, there's a long list. And and that's not exhaustive. There's more than that. But I'll leave you guys with that. Yeah. So when someone comes to you and they say, okay, yes, I have all of those symptoms. Those are some of the things that I need to do. How do you ensure that you are kind of titrating up and titrating down on some of the things um, so that someone doesn't feel terrible um, when they're when they're taking, you know, whether it's wormwood or whatever uh, supplements you suggest. Great question. Um, so when I work with my clients, I have a twenty four seven policy for me, and what I mean by that is I will get back to you within twenty four hours. I ask them, please tell me how you are feeling, because if I don't know if you're feeling normal, if you're feeling completely exhausted, completely out of it, or completely on top of the world, then I don't know how this protocol is working for you. So it's very symptomatic. Um, I will start them with, you know, low and slow and, and check in every week. Okay. How are we doing? How are we feeling? Or if they need daily, how are we feeling? And then I'll, I'll incrementally add up. Um, now if they are detoxing where they're feeling a lot of fatigue, they're um, you know, maybe they've got a rash coming on or or whatever the symptoms might be, then we might need to add a little bit more of some binding. So that could be something like activated charcoal or zeolite. Um, or there are some supplements out there that are a beautiful blend of binders. And so we might use those and just add them in throughout the day, make sure they're drinking their water and do things simple. Salary juice, you know, um, lemon water, um, with parsley and cilantro in their food. But foods can really help through the detox process in addition to the supplement. Is there any 
of, you know, a lot of people recommend, you know, berberine or black walnut or clove or golden thread or golden seal, gold thread or gold golden seal. Is there one in particular that you feel like most people um, do really well on? and Or is there anything that you're like, if you're looking at a parasite cleanse, you want to make sure it has A, B, or C? Mm-hmm. Great, great question. So with parasites, you have the adults, you have the adolescents, and you have the eggs. You need to address each and every one of these. Not one thing is going to address each and every one of those things. So I love the three, I forget what they call them, but it's like the, what your grandmother used to use and great-grandmother, but it's black walnut hole, wormwood, and clove. Clove addresses the eggs, also powerful anti-fungal, antibacterial, antioxidant. Um, wormwood will address the adolescent and, and some adults, and then the black walnut hole will address adults. So I really love those. But you do want to, whenever you're doing a parasite cleanse, you want to cycle things in and out because wormwood long-term is just not good for the body. You want to make sure you're not killing your good gut bacteria. Um, and, and parasites can get smart. They can get smart so that they know, oh, I'm going to avoid this. Here is a golden nugget for you, actually. Um, we think, oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to take this three, this trio of herbs. I'm going to give it to my parasite and they're going to die. Now, we know this takes time, but they're not going to eat that. You're not going to go fishing with just a hook and catch a fish. You need to bait the fish. Parasites are smart. They are stealth infections. You need to bait them. So this might be a little bit of sugar. This might be a little bit of dairy. Um, And so when you do that with the herbs, I find that my clients have a much higher success rate than just the herbs. Guys, I just want to interrupt for just a second, and I want you to hear Paul Saladino talk about why liver is so important. And if you don't like liver, we have another option for you. Your ancestors were eating liver. And the reason that this sort of wisdom has been passed down is because liver is very nutritious. It's basically nature's multivitamin. If you look at the nutrients in meat, they're great. You've got zinc, you got B6, you got B12, you got some K2. But if you look at liver, it really complements what's in muscle meat. And there are many unique nutrients found in organs, specifically liver, as a powerhouse of these, that are difficult to obtain outside of liver. Like meat and organs are like peanut butter and jelly. They just go together. They're supposed to be eaten together. The easiest way to eat liver is just to do it raw. If you don't want to eat liver raw, you can cook it. But the reason that I like to do it raw is because there are unique nutrients in liver that are probably somewhat degraded when you cook the liver. This really is like the most nutrient-rich supplements that you can find. And they are amazing. I have tried them. I absolutely love them. So just go to heartandsoil.cs, use the coupon code Chantal Ray, and save you some money there. love that. I love that. And one of the things that you said, you know, I want to talk about the drainage pathways because like you said, if your drainage pathways are not able to detox, um, you could be feeling a lot worse. So any tips on helping people with their drainage pathways? Yes. So for drainage pathways, peeing, pooping, sweating, moving your lymphatic system. So peeing, pretty simple. Drink more water, add lemon, maybe some apple cider vinegar. These can be more diuretic. Um, Fruits can be more diuretic, parsley, cilantro, raw vegetables, and more water can really help to flush out toxins. Um, 
juniper berries. You can actually eat these. You can buy them. You can find a supplement with that in it that can help with some kidney cleansing, so helping with peeing and dandelion. So put those there. Uh, constipation. Now we've talked about some things, right? Oxy powder can help. Um, magnesium citrate, so like natural calm, that's an option. More fiber. Uh, Heather's tummy fiber, I'd mentioned in the last podcast, that's one thing that can help with regularity and bloating too. So that's nice. Um, dried fruit can help if you have a normal body. Most people don't have a normal body. So that's where I, I like to add the magnesium celery juice in the morning. You can do that every day if your body likes it. Uh, eight ounces at the minimum and make sure it's organic celery. Um, coffee enemas in my when when i have clients deep in detox they may do a coffee enema once a day for the first month uh, just depending on where they're at with their health uh, lemon enemas and that also addresses parasites so you know some things overlap which is good um so talk about that so with the coffee enemas i'm i am a big fan of coffee enemas i actually make my husband do them for me because i i can't do them myself i know that sounds weird but I just, it's too, I think it's too hard to do it yourself because you can't like see how much water and all of that. Um, but when you say the lemon enema, explain how does that work? So this I pulled from, oh goodness. I don't follow what he says. He's completely vegan, mm -hmm. but even like stricter vegan, but he does lemon enemas. Mm -hmm. Uh, basically lemon juice or you can take a whole organic lemon and cut some pieces off mm -hmm. and blend that in a vitamix and then or juice it if you have a juicer add it to water i usually do two to four cups but you you want to start small because i will tell you holding lemon juice with diluted in water and maybe even some of the citrus essential oils from the rind it is potent your body does not want to hold on to that so it it can get up some biofilms, some mucoid plaque, parasite, candida. Um, but I find that that can be very cleansing. So yeah, I don't I don't have a formula uh, that I would have to get back to you on because you know I would say just start with a tablespoon. If if anyone's like, well, I really want to do this today, <laughs> we're not um comfortable water not too hot not too cold and a, a tablespoon of lemon juice and if you're like wow that really didn't do anything okay well then bump and better yet take a quarter of a lemon like i said blend the whole thing in a vitamix i have a nut bag so i'll squeeze that out into the nut bag add it to water and then i'll use that and i've used a whole lemon and that is again potent so that's how i would start that love it so one other tips do you have for people like if you had to look back on your health of kind of saying because you had a lot of things going on you had Lyme disease first of all how did you know that you had Lyme what were some of the the symptoms of Lyme disease so I did I did get tested by my Lyme doctor it was a $500 test and it was testing for the genes of the Lyme it was not the western blot blood test that was negative for me so that was a false negative um I was so chronic constipation and bloat, chronic fatigue, anxiety. Uh, I was sensitive, and this might be Lyme also and limbic system dysfunction, but I was sensitive to lights. I was sensitive to sound. I was sensitive to um, smells. Uh, 
extreme food sensitivities. I went down, like I said, to 10 foods for eight months, same 10 foods for eight months. I lost a lot of weight. I'm already told them to begin with. Uh, I was hospitalized a few times because I was so sick. Um, at one point we had our chili cook off at our church and I drank a ton of water that morning and I still ended up, I went to the bathroom and I peed blood. There's a thing called gut translocation. So you have bacteria in your gut, bad bacteria, and it translocates or relocates to your bladder. And mm -hmm. so I had a UTI that was severe and it came on like that. I had no symptoms prior to. The hospital's across the street from our church. I, I was literally ambulanced across the street because I could not come to. So I was very sick, very sick, systemic fungal infections. Um, and so... Those were some of my symptoms, passing out, all of those. Mm, wow. And infertility, but yeah. Well, I want you to tell listeners how they can find out more information about some of your different programs that you have coming up, anything that you have that they can kind of take advantage of. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram. You could find me on Facebook at The Gut Detox Coach. That is my handle. I do reels every day teaching about how to address these root causes. Um, if you reach out to me through those platforms or email me at thegutdetoxcoach at gmail.com or go to thegutdetoxcoach.com into my contact, um, reach out to me and ask. I have a free five-step strategy on the 5R process of overcoming IBS and chronic health issues. And I also have a free masterclass for you. So just really driving home why we have these issues and what to do about them. Um, I do offer a 30-day gut reset, and that's to kind of start hitting the ground running, and then a six-month whole body restorative where we address pretty much everything because I, I feel it is important to have all of the tools in your toolkit for now and into the future for any health crises that come your way after this health crisis that, health crisis that you're probably in. So that would be reach out. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think one of the things is like God allows different things like this to happen to you. And, you know, for the reason why I'm so passionate about health is because I've had so many health issues myself. And that's why we're so passionate about helping other people. And to me, if you're looking for a gut health coach, you want somebody who has been there, who's done it, they don't, they're not just, oh, ta-da, I'm a, I'm a health coach. Like you were so sick and now you understand all of the different things that you've had to do to repair your gut. And I think that's what kind of makes you so special. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely empathize. Yes, for sure. Well, you guys stay tuned. We've got another episode coming up in just a few. Bye-bye for now. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.